What's the worst day you ever had in your business? I can name a few. I was a five-time award-winning entrepreneur who burned out because I couldn't give up control of anything in my business, whether it was because I thought I could do it faster or because I thought I couldn't afford it. I just refused to let anybody else in. Consequently, the business turned from a dream goal into a job I hated and I didn't know what to do anymore. In 2015, I closed my business, walked away, and started a whole new life. But I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up after that. And I realized that what I really love to do is marketing. I love to talk about marketing and create marketing and teach other people how to create value-based marketing initiatives that talk to their customers. I've done it for corporations, for entrepreneurs like you, bloggers, and everybody in between. I'm here to help you create your dream empire that gives you the freedom to create your life the way you want to do it. My name is Megan Brain. This is Stop Sucking Your Business. Let's go. Hello, my loves. Welcome to the podcast. I am so glad you're here today because our guest is going to save us all from shitty YouTube world. No pressure, Amanda. <laughs> I'm here with Amanda Goff. She is the owner and head visual ninja with Silver Keys Media. She's a coffee drinker, visual creator, theater geek, innovator, and storyteller who specializes in helping business owners unlock their brand story and tell that story visually through images and video. I am so happy you're here, Amanda. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited that our uh, mutual friend Connie introduced yes. us and, and uh, happy to be here. Connie's a fantastic person and she is so good to know. And she makes me feel so much better about debt. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. I right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not horrible. Okay, great. <laughs> Shoo. <laughs> right? oh. But we're here to talk about something equally as important to me and to a lot of people. And that yes. is how to get better at video. So yes. Amanda, let's start at the beginning how did you get involved in this world how did you start silver keys media let's go sure absolutely so um in regards to how i got started kind of in the world of video and um photography and all things you know visual storytelling is really i've been um as in my intro a theater geek and kind of in performing arts um most of my life and my parents are both artists in their own right and so one of the things i picked up on was photography which then easily lent itself to videography and it was just always been a fascinating thing for me to be able to capture a moment in time or be able to i don't know often you can say or or present so much more in a visual way or in a video then you can um, writing it or, you know, I love the written word, but video can impact in a way sometimes without even words, <laughs> which is amazing. And so, right, so I've always been fascinated by it. And it's something that I just wove into my career path. Um, I worked for over 13 years um, previous to going full time in my business is in some marketing capacity for other business owners. And, you know, because I had the love of visual storytelling, uh, they got the added bonus of that skill set. 
And I did kind of realize um, actually in 2013 that, you know, gosh, uh, I could be doing this for myself. Mm -hmm. So I opened Silver Keys Media at that time. And just, it was my side hustle. It was something that um, I knew I needed to build a strong foundation with uh, financially because gear is very expensive. <laughs> and <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't want to put my poor family into debt. So I worked full time and I did the side, side hustle thing and um, was able to finally uh, walk away from kind of corporate America at the end of 2017 to be able to work with people to help them visually tell their story in their businesses. Um, so that's kind of my, all my story in a, in a sort of short synopsis. That's your spiel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> when, so back in 2013, that was right around the cusp when people were starting to say, you got to start doing video, right? Like that was when yeah. it, people were starting to say, and everyone's like, eh, whatever. Were you just like <laughs> screaming from the rafters? Like, yes, duh. Please. Right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I just, the impact that having, you know, especially as a business owner, and even now I will say, mm -hmm. if you take the effort to put video into your marketing plan, even if it's once a month, once a quarter, whatever the, the creation cadence you want, mm -hmm. if you take that step, you likely will be heads and tails above some of your competitors because people just don't, they're afraid of it. And there's mm -hmm. not a real reason to be afraid of it, except that it's just something new mm -hmm. and often people don't like to be on camera, but I just say, get over it. <laughs> it's the benefit of it for your business and the ability to engage with your ideal client through a video is so much more dynamic than your websites, your ads, your whatever else you're putting out there. For sure. And I completely agree. I was totally in that camp of like, God, I don't want to be on video. Then I'll get all the shitty YouTube comments and everyone tell me I'm horrible. And I, but then you realize that one, nobody's really saying those things no. because you're not like, you're talking to people who want your message, right? Who it's not like, I don't know, you're watching me play uh, call of duty or something like that. Like, no, you're, you're coming to my channel because you want to know about marketing or you're, mm -hmm. you're coming to another channel because you want to know cooking recipes or things like exactly. these people are coming to you. So how do you recommend people start thinking about video as a marketing strategy? Cause I know that a lot of people are like, I don't know what to, I don't know what to make a video about. I don't even know how to start doing this. How do you recommend, yeah. what is the step one? So the step one really is, and this, you know, is kind of what lent myself to um, including a lot of brand strategy is, really identifying and not being afraid to claim your ideal client, like your mm -hmm. ideal or ideal audience. You can kind of frame it whichever way you want. Um, when you really get specific about who you want to reach, it makes creating content a lot easier because you know who you're talking to and it allows you to mentally shift to be able to talk to that person. So you can actually start viewing the camera as that person and be able, I mean, there's lots of tricks you can 
paste up a picture behind your camera, whatever you need to do to get you through it when you're first starting out. But you just start looking at the camera as that person. And mm -hmm. you have to have that person in mind, though, because then it allows you to put yourself in that frame of mind to be able to have that conversation. That makes sense. So that's kind of where I would start. Um, how, how do you recommend people get over the fear of being on camera? And I know you say like, just get over it, but do you have any, like, how do you coach people through that? So really first and foremost, most people, the reason they are afraid of being on camera is they don't, know how everything works. They don't know mm. what they think they're not going to know what to say. And so it just takes some preparation, but I will say and preface this, that done is better than perfect. Mm -hmm. So just starting and doing your first videos are going to suck. My mm -hmm. first videos, even though I'm a videographer, <laughs> they did because it's a different filming yourself and filming yourself for YouTube or filming yourself for a live is different than you're filming yourself for a commercial or filming yourself mm. for something else. So they're going to suck. Just embrace the suck and just get it done. And just know going into it that it's a, it's a learning process, but really it's, it's making certain that you have a, a comfortable space to start doing this. So make sure you have a space laid out. And I always tell people, if I can do it in my house, that's 810 square feet and carve out a couple little corners that are, that are quiet. I can shut the door. I can focus. Then anyone can do this. You can do it in your closet if you have to, um, as long as you have good light. Um, and then just um, find what you can use zoom to practice a little bit, practice your setup, but don't practice too much. Right. Kind of just mm -hmm. get comfortable with looking at the camera. Does it look like I'm lit enough to, you know, making sure you have a microphone mm -hmm. of some capacity, uh, that's reliable. I always suggest using something that is, um, you know, plugs into your, computer and your device because nine times out of 10, whatever comes with your, your, either your camera and or the microphone on your laptop or your device is not going to give you the best quality. Mm -hmm. um, but get used to all of those things and then set yourself a deadline. And if you're like me, find someone to be accountable to and say, I'm starting this on September 1st, or I'm starting this, um, you know, the end of the month and then just do it, just do it and know it's going to suck and yeah. know you'll get better. <laughs> I 400% agree. And the way that I was able to do this was I purposely made myself like the worst case scenario. Like, I didn't brush my hair. I had no makeup on my first couple of videos. I was like, I'm not, I'm going to just face this fear of like, I'm going to look bad. Like I'm going to look bad and it's still going to be useful for people. And right. at once, like for people who get in this headspace of like, I won't be enough or I won't be good enough. I think just like forcing yourself to be purposely um, 
not what you want to be, like not what you expect to be. I think that just releases so much of a burden. Have you ever noticed I that? Absolutely. Uh, yes. 100% or 400% because <laughs> really it's not, and it shouldn't be about you. People mm. actually don't care about you. <laughs> they care about the information you're delivering. Now, the way you deliver it is going to be your personality. It's going to be, and that's, that's what I love. You know, you're going to plan it. You're going to kind of know what you're going to talk about, but talk about things that you already know about. Don't talk about things that, you know, you're uncomfortable with, or you're not prepared to talk about. Um, you know, you're bringing your value, your knowledge. Um, and that sometimes is a mindset thing is you have to realize that there's validity to you, what you know, mm -hmm. you have an experience, you have a story, you have useful knowledge to share. We all do. And the humanity behind that, which is, you're going to stumble. You may have to go, wait a second. That's not what I meant. I meant this. I always say, words are hard today. <laughs> I say that. Or whatever, whatever your little um, personality is, just let it out and just share from here. Don't let this get in the way. This is what prevents us from doing things. She's Go touching her head for people listening. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Your head. Yes. Don't let your head, you know, and you'll hear that uh, from actors or you'll hear that from mm. speakers. You know, you get in your head. You got to get out of your head. It's a real thing. You got to get out of your head and speak from your heart and be able to just just show up and share and realize that what you have to share is going to be important to someone. It really will. And you actually will impact people likely that you never expect to impact, you know, years so later true. or months later, they'll be like, I watched this and it was amazing. And thank you so much. And you're like, Oh, okay. Thank really? You. you watched that? Oh God. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, people are watching. Who knew? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so, I have a funny story with my first yeah. set of lives. I just challenged myself because I was talking about video and I was like, okay, we got to start doing lives, people. This is important. And I was like, okay, I'm about to walk the talk. And I just started doing lives and no one ever hopped on. And I was like, thank God. <laughs> Because I don't want to deal with people hopping on and so much pressure. Hello, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I was networking, and I ran into uh, this gal that I'd known for a while, and she's like, "I watched that, and it was amazing, and thank you so much." And now I know how to do X, Y, Z, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> oh, but at the same time, it was like inside it was just smiling i'm like okay it works <laughs> this, yeah. is, this is a thing <laughs> that's so, so cool yeah how, how rewarding and terrifying at the same time exactly right <laughs> <laughs> but i think it goes i don't know the quote i never know quotes but mm. it's that quote of like if you're not doing if you're not scared at your goals or scared at what you're doing you're not you're not pushing yourself enough you're not actually like truly like diving they're in. not big enough yeah for yeah, sure they're not big enough so 
in terms of video marketing with live streams, do you see live being more important than evergreen? Or do you think there it's different things? I think it's different things. Um, live is going to play to the algorithm. Mm. And so <clears throat> if you are not comfortable going live right away, don't do it. Mm -hmm. Record it, upload it. Um, the nice thing is I always encourage people, even if you go live and that's the mode you start with, you know, you're just going to do it because you rip the bandaid off and do it download those and make sure you have your content. You can go into Facebook and download your content and keep it because you can repurpose it. Mm -hmm. But even if you're not comfortable going live, record it. And please, please, please don't record it 25 times. Just <laughs> maybe give yourself as you're first starting out, you know, okay, I'm going to redo that. But don't rehash and rehash and rehash because it will start to take the the life out of it and it will start to really become very plastic. So people want to see the humanity. The behind. fuck ups. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When we fuck up and we make a mistake, I mean, people love it. <laughs> because they're like, oh, that's, I'm that way. Um, but I don't necessarily think that, you know, I mean, you you get into debates with different social media people and they're like, well, the live and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I don't care. <laughs> Just as long as you're putting something out there that's video, that's going to be more engaging than a photo or, you know, text, you will get the results from that. Um, and there's ways to do lives that you don't have to go on camera. Like in front of like a talking head, you can, you can do things a little bit differently and, and do some fun, you know, streamings or behind the scenes or walk and talks where you're not actually on camera and you're just telling people about what you do. So there's ways around actually going live in as far as like feeling like you're going to stumble and, and fuck up that part. Mm. But really it's all about consistency for me. Mm-hmm. And I tell, tell my um, clients and, and um, if you follow me on my page or I have a Facebook group as well, a free Facebook group, um, Visual Vibe Society, um, it's the consistency. Hmm. So what it really comes down to with video marketing is yes, you need to be get comfortable and yes, you can, you can get, you know, yourself into a space. You have to get committed to it. Just start doing it. And then that's where that accountability part I was saying is, okay, I'm going to start at the end of the month. Great. So I'm going to do this once a week. Okay, great. Do it once a week, the same time or around the same time consistently. And what that will do is it will actually inform the algorithm that you're delivering a specific type of content consistently. And mm. that helps boost your visibility and consistency in in all realms whether it's facebook instagram tiktok whatever it is is really a lot more important than quantity when you're getting started because 
the consistency is what they they want to see ultimately. Yes, quantity of, at some point can become a factor. If you're really trying to do a lot of video marketing, um, it's kind of like hashing it up as to what best fits your, your industry and your market and your audience. But if you can consistently show up delivering either a video upload or a live, that's going to really impact your visibility. Have you seen these apps? Um, the one I'm thinking of in particular is called OneStream. And it is where you can record something and then it's uploaded as a live stream. Do you recommend that for clients? Or do you think that's sort of like a, um, I don't not cheating, but just like a, it's, it's not going to be as effective as you hope it's going to be. No, I think it's, it's, going to be just as effective as if you record it and upload it yourself. So if you can find um, these apps that are, are allowing you the ability to, uh, and I know a lot of these will allow you to post to multiple platforms as well. Mm -hmm. So that's very helpful to be able to, you know, multiply your audience um, in a way. I will say the one thing is if you do a video in one platform, um, you do somewhat get dinged if you're putting it out to several other platforms. So you have like a lot of duplicate mm. content all over the place. Um, but to a degree, to be honest, when you're getting started and you're, you're developing the patterns and you're trying to get over the fear, just do it, just get it out there. Um, and I always encourage what I call the rule of three. Try and do three things consistently, three things well, really master those three things because there's magic in that because it's, it's doable. It's uh, something you can actually, you know, keep track of <laughs> versus mm -hmm. we feel like often, you know, so if it's okay, I'm going to go live or I'm going to upload a video once a week to my page and then you're you know on facebook and then you're going to play around with instagram reels mm. once a week or once every other week whatever whatever your rule of three is that works as you're getting started stick with that do it consistently do it well then you can add add in the mix and, and add in, you know, then that becomes a habit that becomes part of what you're doing on a regular basis. And it's no longer um, a fear or a challenge. You can improve it. You can, you can consistently see the impact and then you're like, okay, what can I add now? Okay. That's consistent. Let's add um, some more so that you can duplicate that. Um, or just consistently stay with the three if it's working, <laughs> right? That's great. You know, you don't have to be everywhere. You don't. That's so true. And I feel like so many people are like, well, I got to be on TikTok and I have to be on Reels and I have to, you don't, you have to be where your people are. That's all. Absolutely. And your people, your audience, your ideal people are not going to be on all the platforms. Um, and that's, again, going back to that, identifying your ideal client and then 
really, you do, you can start to identify where are they hanging out, mm-hmm. you know, because they might be on Facebook and not Instagram, depending on an age demographic, or uh, they might be in LinkedIn. Right. I, I've been finding a lot of my clients who are especially a lot more highly on the professional realm of like, you know, uh, services, all of that. So yeah, yeah, are, are finding a lot of, uh, of connections and ability to, to find clients on something like LinkedIn. And they're starting to come into a little bit more with, uh, having the ability to upload videos and, and do a little bit more, um, similar to, um, like Facebook. So they're, yeah, they're, they're so anti-video. It's so crazy that they've been dragging their feet on video for so long. I know. It it is really surprising because it's such a, it's, you know, I mean, and it's a monetized site. If you're, if you're really gung ho about LinkedIn, then often you have a paid account. And so they're, they're they've monetized it. Um, So the ability to, to add that, should be easily attainable, but I also worked in the tech world (laughs) and I know about programming and I know about developers and I know the backbone when something's developed. Sometimes they're like, yeah, we just don't want to add that. (laughs) We just don't want to do that. It's It's just the whole thing. Yeah. No, it's too (laughs) There are two Two things I want to add to yours. And if you think that these are totally bullshit, then please feel free to tell me. But okay. <laughs> the first one was uh, we were talking about which platforms to be on. And I completely agree that you should be on the platform that your people are on. But I want to add to that, that I think you should be on the platform and use it the way people are using it. So don't go, don't start making TikTok videos for, I don't know, um, watching paint dry. Like, People are on TikTok to watch videos about X. People are on Reels to watch videos about Y. So you can like break the mold, but it's going to be super difficult for you to be that pioneer, right? Yes. And the second one. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say yes, absolutely. Consistently show up with what? Yeah, people are the expectations. And then yeah. you can find the little thing you want to monkey wrench, you want to throw in and try it and test and like experiment. But don't, yeah, don't try an experiment from the get go. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like start with the system so the system trusts you and then you can kind of tweak it to your advantage. <laughs> exactly. This, the second one I learned from Sunny, um, and I forgive me, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, Sunny Leonard Juzzi, I think. And she's a big YouTube person. And her tip was reduce the friction. So have a dedicated spot where your camera is always like your, your tripod's always set up. You don't have to go and set up your tripod and get your things ready. And like, it's just there. And then you just go sit there and you go do the thing. I have, when I heard that it made my life so much easier. Like, okay, I don't have to be like, Oh, I have to go set it up. I don't feel like it. And like, no, it's just there. It's just there. And I can't use that excuse anymore. Absolutely. Um, Yes. Finding, um, creating those small spaces or that small space where you can, and actually I'm, I'm at a point where uh, 
I have that space now. It's consistently nice. set up. And it wasn't previously because my son was living at home. And so now we've taken over his room. <laughs> now that he's moved out. And it's now my office. Nice. And um, it's, it is it is a, a total game changer to not have to dread, oh, okay, I've got to move this to move that to put this here, you know, whatever it is. And then when that calendar reminder pops up on a Tuesday at two o'clock, you're like, oh yeah, I've got to do my live or, oh yeah, I've got to do this. And that, yeah, you're just building yourself um, success for your consistency. Absolutely. Um, and then every once in a while you can throw that wild card in, you know, I love um, personally, especially on the live end of things, or I'll record it too. If I, if I want to do something fun with it. Um, if, well, when we were at events, although I don't know if we're opening up or not here, <laughs> it's kind of like, so we could go day by day. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. But if you're, you're out and about and you just randomly are like, Oh my gosh, uh, this is amazing. You can, you know, record that quick video and either go live or record it. And, you know, yeah, it's not going to be, it's going to be messy. It's going to be random. It's going to be there, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's video done. and it's content and it's interesting. Um, so you've got your kind of standard background set up that everyone gets comfortable seeing you at your little set that you can add to, um, and then you can add in those fun, fun little tidbits along the way that um, just make life interesting. So let's talk about marketing versus selling on video. Do you think there's a difference? Is there a different strategy that you coach people with? Or is it all the same? Uh, there is a different strategy. Um, selling, there's going to be a very specific structure behind how you set up your um, script, so to speak. And I, okay. I use the word script very lightly because to me, it's just an outline of, of how you're going to deliver. You don't want to have, and I've had clients try to do this where, you know, they've got the notes pasted up <laughs> and, and so you've got your camera and I will mm -hmm. say one thing, always when you're first starting out, know where to look because mm. it's not going to be at the screen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's at the camera. And it's so it's, it's not easy to read notes and look at the camera. It doesn't work. <laughs> so having an outline or having something you can just like look over and reference and look back at the cameras is how you really should ideally go. Um, but with the marketing versus selling, um, Selling is the end game. And I would be very transparent and say, Hey mm. guys, you know, I have, I, I'm here and I want to tell you about this, you know, and I'm going for more of a live perspective, but this could be mm -hmm. for a training or something like that. Um, but just, just be transparent. We've all sat through those sales videos that they try and disguise it as value and, <laughs> Then you're like, oh, I don't <laughs> want to hear all this pitching. Don't pitch mm -hmm. me. Or you're just um, waiting for it to drop and you're not actually learning anything because you're like, where's the sales right. pitch? When is this coming down? Mm -hmm. Right. Because they start 
you just you, there's just a formula to those pitch videos that you're like okay what are you, you going to pitch me mm -hmm. so be transparent and just say hey i have got this amazing program i am launching and i want to tell you about it and yes I am going to be telling about how you can work with me and, and blah, 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 fill mm -hmm. in the blank. But I would keep those. And I always, um, so I follow a gal, Molly Mahoney. I don't know if you're familiar with her. She's huge yep. with video marketing, especially on Facebook live. And there's a few other, um, gals that I've followed for quite some time. And, they always advise and has always been very in alignment with um, my philosophy is that those are fine, but keep them limited. Mm -hmm. Sales videos are great because people want to work with you. <laughs> That's why we're doing all this, right? Is so we mm -hmm. can get clients, but be transparent. Just tell people, this is what I'm trying to do. On the marketing side, I really encourage people to come from value first hmm. because for me it's about relationship marketing whether you're in person or you are over virtual which is this is all over virtual um you're building a relationship we all have those people we follow maybe a podcast uh consistent video series whatever it is that we like feel like we know them because they are building a relationship with us. They're mm -hmm. providing us with value. They're providing us with their personality. They are talking to us and connecting with us in a way that resonates. And that's all about relationship marketing because you will want to work with them and find out how to work with them because they've given you so much just for free. <laughs> Right, right. And so it's a strategy. It's also content, which gets more visibility. So yes, it's putting something out there. And I don't say put it all out there. You know, keep some of your secrets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> keep some of those things, um, you know, to yourself in the sense that, um, you know, them working with you is really the, the secret your way, your, your philosophy, your, um, delivery is really the secret sauce. The information, most of the times people can find <laughs> if they really want it. <laughs> right. Right. That's an excellent point. It's um, all out there. It's all out there. I mean, mm -hmm. if you want to know how to, you know, fix your car versus take it to a mechanic, you can, but why do we take it to a mechanic? Because they know what they're doing the first time instead of the 10 times it takes us to do it. Um, so that's no different. We're, we're working with people because they are an expert. We can find the information, but the expert's going to help us get there faster with it. So that value marketing is really what I tell people to Hey guys, Megan here. Just a reminder, I have regular... Q&A episodes coming out. So if you want your questions answered, head to meganbrame.com slash ask a question, all one word, and you'll be able to get your question posted. And if I feature it, you will get a copy, a free copy of my book, Day One, A Practical Guide to Launching Your Business. So again, head to meganbrame.com slash ask a question. And if your question gets featured, I'm sending you a free copy of my book as a thank you.
just put as their forward focus when they are creating content. And it doesn't have to be a 30-minute webinar every time. Mm. Bite-sized pieces are actually what people want. These little nibbles that they can go, oh, I can do that. So like if this was a, you know, this topic was a bite-sized nibble, I would say, okay, topic number one or, or point number one in video marketing, know what you're going to talk about and plan it out. So I would say today your homework is go and grab a piece of paper, a document and write down for each month what topic you want to cover. So you can talk about it once a week. You can talk about it, you know, once a month, whatever your cadence is, but know like, okay, I'm going to talk about, you know, in my, my world, it would be, um, you know, if I focus on, on the video is like step one, <laughs> this is what you do. Step two, this is what you do. And um, either creating a set or editing or whatever it is but little bite-sized chunks that they can get off of that video within probably a couple minutes. You don't want to go too long. We have no attention span attention ever. Are horrible. <laughs> and that they can take action. So mm. action oriented is also really great. A great way to video market is something that someone can take and do right now. That's so true. I, and I love, I am that person that's like, just tell me what to do right now. I don't care. Like, hey guys, today's really something. Like, just tell me what to do today. Just tell me the right. thing I need to do today. But I want to yes. go back to having the balance between um, having your personality and kind of letting people know you, but keeping, not opening the whole floodgates. Um, sure. How do you recommend people kind of navigate that tightrope? So really what it comes down to is in your set of, of services or products, what about it? And just assess it. So you have to, you know, you may have to, to tap into um, a couple of friends and say, you know, what, what about what I do? are you curious about or do you not mm. understand or you know get do a little market research and find out because often we have a tendency to think everyone knows how to do xyz mm. <laughs> like mm -hmm. that's easy and so we get into really advanced mode when we're taught wanting to talk about things and really overwhelm people with something when it's like oh no we need to actually go back to, you know, we're at step, you know, R and we need to go back to A right. and, and stair step it. So it really, it's not dumbing it down by mm. any stretch of the imagination. It's really just taking people through a journey and R, let's say, Step R is the advanced level. And that's where they would hire you and work with you. Or that's where they would, you know, they're viewing you as the expert and you're going to take them, you know, to the next level. So, <coughs> excuse me. Um, mm -hmm. a, 
assessing what information and what part of you uh, that you put out there is is really taking that overview and looking at your client's journey, looking at your audience journey and finding out, well, where do they have to start if they absolutely know nothing? Mm. Because nine times out of 10, the people tuning in, watching you when you're first starting a relationship, they're not going to know anything or they're going to know very, very little. So that little tidbit that you add at step one or step A is, is going to be like, oh my gosh, you know, what else can you tell me? <laughs> mm. um, so, so you're starting with the, the guru right on, <clears throat> like the, the thing that brings them in right away. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, those secret sauce bits and pieces that you uh, deliver, you're, you're maybe you have a specific set of exercises or specific techniques that you guide a client through if you're if you're more of a service based um, that, you know, are really highly dependent on on you as the facilitator. Those are things you you have people pay for, you know, and maybe that's a paid webinar, that's a paid training. Um, and you can still utilize video. And you can still reach more people through that in a group group setting. Um, those are the things you keep to the side. But what leads up to that? What would take someone to want to purchase that or want to, to work with you directly and really mapping out the client journey, your audience's journey, so that as you're building those relationships, um, that's the marketing path. That's the path you want to lead them on. Um, with the overall brand story or brand marketing uh, philosophy that I, it's not a, you know, a secret uh, process or anything. If you, if you Google brand story, you Google any of that, there's several experts out there that have very similar um, ideas because it's really just a marketing is storytelling. Um, but really, the dynamic that you're going to see is your audience, your ideal clients are your main character in your story. Mm -hmm. So if you kind of frame it this way, you are the sage or the oracle or the Obi-Wan <laughs> to your <laughs> Luke. And they are looking to you. You know, Luke knew nothing. <laughs> Obi-Wan's like, if he had just like laid it all on him like right away. <laughs> It would have been yeah, like, no, nope, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. I don't want this. I'm staying <laughs> too here. hard. I'm out. <laughs> so it's, you're a guide and a sage or an Oracle is a very, is very, it's not a fast process. <clears throat> it's a bit by bit by bit piece and process. So if you view your marketing in that way as a whole, and have that help be kind of an infrastructure for how you set up, how you deliver content, um, especially in video format. Um, it's great because then also you create a library. You create the, the trail of knowledge um, that does allow people to follow you. And you'll start to gain followers that will be like, oh, this is great. I'm going to go back to the beginning and watch it all and then 
that's where you're, you know, develop that relationship. You develop those fans. Then that's where you get your clients. I completely agree. I love the idea of thinking about your marketing as a hero's journey for other people of just like you're setting them out on this journey of this is how you'll do this thing. And then when you're ready to graduate into more advanced, that's when you and I work together or that's when you buy this product or whatever. That's Absolutely. so smart. Yeah. So it makes what it do you easier. Want? Oh God. <laughs> it's so true. It really does. So what do you want to talk about next? We can talk about platforms or gear. What's what one's speaking to you more? I would say let's talk about gear because that will be more consistent for probably everyone across the board. Platforms are going to depend on where your audience is. Um, mm -hmm. YouTube, yes, is I would always recommend. Um, so before we get into gear, YouTube, I was going to we'll say is it's connected to Google. So if you don't aren't utilizing YouTube to host some form of your videos, then you're being just being silly. <laughs> <laughs> so don't be silly. <laughs> uh, utilize YouTube, create a channel, uh, you know, and, and work within that. But as far as the rest of the platforms, it's really highly dependent on where your audience is going to be hanging out and where you want to consistently focus your time. So gear is something that I think overall will be the same for anyone uh, broaching video marketing. Um so I'll just kind of launch into first and foremost, get an external camera. <laughs> Don't rely on the one in your laptop because they're horrible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they're awful. Mm -hmm. um, if you are a photographer or you have uh, a DSLR or, um, you know, even just a little like one shot camera type laying around, uh, many of the platforms are now allowing those to be connected to a laptop and be utilized as a camera as well. So if you have something already, you might already have a, a great piece of gear without having to invest. Um, and I would say if you are investing in a webcam, make sure it's HDMI and it is um, 1080. So those are the two things because those will be a, a much higher resolution um, than some of the things out there. The dawn of COVID <laughs> and the need for webcams uh, put out a ton of really low-end garbagey products Chief, out there, yeah. unfortunately. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, HDMI, 1080 that's going to give you um, your best bet as far as a good solid uh, camera. Okay. Um, audio. Make sure you have a microphone. Um, the, the deal killers with video, doesn't matter what kind of video, whether it's for a virtual uh, presentation, a live, or even if you're doing um, just recorded videos, is people can't see you and people can't hear you clearly, mm. then they will tune out in an instant. Um, so we have to remember when we're producing content, what are we attracted to? And what do we go, ooh, 
I don't want to watch that. Move on. So it doesn't have to be an expensive microphone. Um, it can be a, um, you know, a lav that just plugs in with the uh, headphone jack. Mm -hmm. And there, I think the last time I looked, they had a few, several different brands, of course, for about anywhere from 15 to $20. And it just, you know, you just a little clip on, right, yeah, clip it on right here. And it's real directional. So it's going to just pick up right underneath here. Um, and allow you to be heard clearly. If you're going to be consistently creating content, I would invest in a podcast mic. It's just going to make your life easier and give you a little bit more control uh, over quality. Mm -hmm. So um, I personally use the Blue Yeti. Mm -hmm. I'm not an affiliate. So I'm just saying that's what I personally use. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, you know, Rode Mike has a podcast mic. Um, mm -hmm. Trying to think. Um, those are probably the two that are the Audio most Technica. That's yeah. yes, 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 yes. Um, so those are probably those three brands are probably the ones that have the most um, affordable consumer options. Mm -hmm. um, so the last gear piece I would talk about um, would be lighting. Mm. And this is probably one of the easier things as far as. Um, budget because the ring lights that you can buy are very reasonable. Um, the one I have that I'm using, I'm actually using some natural daylight because it's cloudy out and it's not going Perfect. to give me really bad shadowy looks. So I will say if you're by a window and it's really sunny out, you're going to notice it's hard if it's if it's um, hard shadows, if it's really bright out. Um, but the ring light I have is purely just a little uh, USB. And sometimes you can get the converter so it plugs into a wall. And it has a little control. I would say if you can get one that let, allows you to control intensity, that would be best. Because you, some days you need a lot and some days you need just a little bit of a boost. And the one I have is about, let's see, I think that's a, it's a six inch ring. So mm -hmm. it gives just enough on a desktop that it gives you some coverage um, so that you're well lit. And it's also a softer light than, than something, um, you know, uh, just a desk, desk lamp or something like that. It's going to distribute the light and make you look good. But all of these things, I would say overall, you're only going to probably have to invest um, maybe a $200 or so or less to be able to have good gear that you can start to work with, start to get comfortable with, and uh, be able to feel like you are showing up in a polished way. And that's, I think, one of the things that do do prevent people. They're like, I'm going to look horrible. I'm going to look. Uh. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, no, <laughs> it's easy. Mm -hmm. Sound, light, camera. Now you're not going to lose that 10 pounds right away. <laughs> <It's gonna> <laughs> <be> <laughs> Don't let that prevent you. Because really, to be honest, you know, we're in a box at this point. <laughs> <laughs> 
you don't have to stand up. It doesn't have mm -hmm. to be a full body shot. Mm -hmm. um, as long as you have a stable place to set up your, your, your camera and everything is, is consistently, like you said, finding uh, something that's reducing the friction, finding a setup so it's just ready to roll. Mm -hmm. That'll be great. Um, so yeah, those are probably the biggest things with gear that I would um, advise. And also you can get so many of those used on eBay or even Amazon. Yes. Like, oh my God. Yeah. I got my first Blue Yeti used and then I sold it. I paid it forward and someone else is using it now. So, and it's just like, you don't have to get new or fancy. Just get one that works. Nope, absolutely not. Or if you know someone that, you know, does this, um, ask to borrow and just test stuff out too, or, or go over to their setup and, and, and monkey around a bit to, so you can kind of feel like, okay, yeah, I like this or, Oh, I don't like this so much. Um, so, you know, it's all, it's like any toy. Everyone's it's, you know, everyone's going to have their preference. Everyone's going to be an expert. <laughs> really what it comes down to is if, you can be seen clearly, heard clearly, and you're well lit. That's all that matters. It's all that matters. So completely agree. Um, background. I do suggest as a as a brand strategist, the more <laughs> you can, uh, the more you can integrate your brand into your background. It is. It does tell a story. Hmm. Um, it's something that as a as a photographer and videographer, it's why I've really focused on brand because. There's nothing more distracting than like seeing something that's, that doesn't match the person's brand in the background. And you're like, wait a second. What? And then they're all focused on that. They're not focused on anything you're doing. <laughs> so your background, if you can make it fairly clean, simple and add some personality, but have it be something that you feel like really matches your brand or at mm. least complement your brand. And if you don't have the ability to, you like you're in a room and you're like, yeah, my bed's behind me. They have things called, you know, screens or they have, um, if you wanted to, you could drop a backdrop from the ceiling if you wanted to. There's a lot of options. Um, the virtual backgrounds are okay, but they don't work. On I feel like everybody just pays attention to that. And they're like, we know it's fake. I'm, I'm looking at your you're stupid like, beach background and I know you're not there. Right. I know you're not. The <laughs> I totally know that. <laughs> well, and then if you move, which I'm a very animated person. So the moment you start moving, then you're going in and out or, you know, um, my husband and I share an office. So he'll, I'll come in and he has a virtual background, but every once in a while I'll like pop in because I'm like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, your arm just like flew through my background. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm trying not, you know, he's on a business call or whatever. I'm like, sorry. We're, we're sharing <laughs> the space. It just happens. I'm going to go over here and hunger down. <laughs> um, the joys of homework, working at home. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, background keep it simple, keep it simple. And, um, doesn't have to be jazzy, but just, um, make it so that it's not distracting. So if you have to, you know, take a screen capture and kind of assess it, because again, we don't always see our flaws or see the distractions because we're just used to it. But, um, 
less less is more when it comes to that. Can we talk about so. your gear as a gearhead? Like, what is your what's your camera setup and things like that? Yeah. So um, currently, what I've been using and it's been so delightful. Like I said, to have a consistent place. Um, I have um, my laptop kind of on like a tilted stand so that mm -hmm. it's that helps me. And then my camera just sits on the top of <clears throat> my laptop. And I have a Lenovo um, HDMI 1080 um, that I utilize. What I like about this one is that some of them, they're lenses are really wide, like mm -hmm. it captures way too much in the background. <laughs> um, and so that is something is like, how much of the background is it capturing? Um, so, you know, it's something to be aware of, but, um, that particular webcam I love, um, like I said, I'd use the blue Yeti. Um, and the reason why I like this particular microphone, um, it's the, it's the, bigger podcast mic, mm -hmm. but you can actually change the record or the, the microphone pattern. And not everyone knows this, but microphones have patterns as far as are they fully uh, omnidirectional, which means they pick up sound from all around the microphone. And I'll move this kind of in here and screen. Mm -hmm. So either they pick up all the way around, or you can actually take this and you can direct. So this when I'm on a podcast or I'm recording, it's only picking up from the front, which mm. means anything from the back, if a paper was to fall or something, it would not really pick that sound up as intensely. Nice. Um, so it really allows you to control the sound a little bit more. Mm. And then I don't even know what the brand of the ring light is because it's just <laughs> some, some inexpensive um, ring light. China, um, yeah. Yeah, I think actually this one might be a new year. So new E-R-E-R, -E -R, I think is the brand. And they actually yeah. make quite a few different, um, you know, products that are good. They're good products. Um, and yeah, I mean, I everything's through Amazon. I'm again, I probably should have affiliates, but I don't because it's just it's not a whole thing. <laughs> there, a whole things thing. are ever changing. Right. <laughs> I will say, however, with with um, using your phone, if you're mm -hmm. going to use this as your device for things, please buy a, a, a mini tripod. Um, mine right here, actually. Oh, I love those ones that kind of just like you can kind of manipulate them and wrap them all around. And those are great. Yes. Yeah, so that is like, I think the one I like the most is called the Gorilla. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're moldable, so you can put them around anything. And what I love about those is they're perfect for, um, especially if you're going to do some stuff on the go, like you're going to be out and about, or you're going to you can wrap it around your steering wheel if you're doing something in the car. <laughs> Which please I've done. park first. Please park. Guilty. Oh, yes, please. Sorry. I meant if you're parked. And, and <laughs> um, this is just a little... Uh, and this is a Manfrotto, so that is a, a higher end brand because it's a little sturdier, mm -hmm. but it's just a travel um, mm -hmm. tripod and it's very lightweight. 
So it's, it's meant to be like for backpacking or whatever. And then it's just the, you know, the little phone thing mm -hmm. um, to put on the top. Mm -hmm. And I love this because I can take it out on my deck outside if I want to do a live or recording outside. Mm -hmm. um, this is short enough that I can actually uh, put it on my desk. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm -hmm. And one of the fun things I love to do, um, I was talking about, you know, other ways to do video um, or lives that are not with you talking. Um, I will actually take my phone every once in a while while I'm doing a project or editing or something and do a time lapse with my phone. Mm. And then that's just like a fun little behind the scenes video that it's a piece of content and it's fun and people... People love to see behind the the curtain. <laughs> they like to For see sure. all the things. <laughs> so um, that's just a way to, you know, broaden your content when it comes to video. That is a perfect segue to what I was going to ask next. How can we repurpose our video content? Yeah, absolutely. So as I mentioned before, if you are going through the live as your mode of video marketing, uh, make sure you go in to your account and you can download those either to your laptop or save them to your phone so that you have that content, um, you know, as your own. Yeah, it's going to stay on the platform, but that way you have it. Um, and then obviously if you record the video, you're able to um, put that wherever you want. When it comes to repurposing, um, this is where you can utilize a platform like YouTube and start building your library there. You can upload those live segments or those video segments that you're recording for your audience on another platform and have them be repurposed on, you know, your channel. So you're creating another stream where people can find you and I will suggest when it comes to um, any of these platforms, but especially YouTube, fill everything out you can on the on all the information mm -hmm. and actually go take some time and create some tags, you know, what it's about because people do search by tags or they search by keywords. So mm -hmm. if you're talking about, you know, you're a, a nutritionist and you're talking about paleo, then make sure you put hashtag paleo or you, or you, <laughs> or you, you tag that word, you tag it's, it's breakfast, you tag whatever it is mm -hmm. and make certain that you include those things because that is how people are going to find you that are not going to be your, your subscribers or followers. So that's one way is you've got your channel there. And then to add to that, kind of web of, of uh, repurposing content. and content is Pinterest is the under, <laughs> you know, uh, the dark horse. Yeah. It just does not get the, I think, attention that it should, but Pinterest is a huge search engine, a huge search engine. Um, I think the last time I looked it ranked in the top five of search engines because what do people do? 
they go to Pinterest and they have a board or they look for things and, you know, it's conveniently on their phone. So they're in, in uh, downtime, maybe searching and looking for things. So if you are creating a video segment and you've got it on your YouTube channel, you can easily create or do it, you know, capture a thumbnail or a screenshot. I would advise with that you you're more strategic and maybe creating um, an image with a little bit of text so people can mm -hmm. know what they're going to view. And you can upload that image, you can link it to your YouTube channel, put the description in, use some of the same keywords, and then you have another place that people can find your content, find your repurposed content. <coughs> so while you're not, I think you can up, actually upload videos to Pinterest now as well. Yeah. But I, I think the breadcrumb uh, tactic when it comes to Pinterest is a little bit more uh, effective because then you are leading them back to a primary One platform. Spot where they find you. Yeah. So that's, um, I mean, there's many more ways to definitely repurpose, um, reels. You can upload short clips of, of your videos or, or a video from, you know, six months ago that you posted on Facebook, you could upload and start using on Instagram reels. There's so many ways to dice it. Um, but don't overwhelm yourself with that repurposing map. Again, that rule of three, mm -hmm. kind of just focus on three things, do it well, get a good system in place, then you can add or hire someone to do it for you at that point. For sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> you get to a point where it's like, hmm, is this my best time spent doing all of this? Mm -hmm. Probably not at some point. And that's where you have the strategy and you have the know-how. You need to be connected to your marketing plan mm -hmm. all the time. Don't ever just hand that off to someone and hope it works out because that's when <laughs> bad things happen. Um, but by knowing your strategy, knowing what you want to have done, you can easily communicate to, to that to a professional, finding a good assistant that's well-versed in social media and, you know, allow them to do what they shine at. And then you can do what you shine at. Making the content and being the fantastic person. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Amanda, we've gone over an hour because this has been so stimulating. So let's talk about Silver Keys Media. So who do you suggest is your ideal client? What kind of work do you want them to do before they come to you? Yes. So an ideal client for me, um, a woman business owner who they're about at year two or three in their business and they are really rock solid and they know what they're their zone of geniuses. They really love what they do. And they've kind of worked out some of the kinks of, you know, that owning business process. And they're at a place where they're like, I need to be doing something more, but I'm not quite sure what it is yet. Mm -hmm. You know, something to get more visible, get more clients through the door. They want to scale. 
So my ideal client is in that exact position. And to even further specify, I really jive well with either alternative health and wellness or those that are more creatively minded in their overall business structure. So it doesn't mean they have to be in a creative business per se. They don't have to be an artist. They don't have to be um, um, exactly that. Although I, I really do work well with the creatives because I'm a creative weirdo. <laughs> I am truly a Gemini where I am highly right side and highly left brain, side brained <laughs> and it's a blessing and a curse, <laughs> but I understand how to take the creative and then organize it in a way that makes sense. Um, but that creative minded, you definitely have to be open to not always doing something the same, you know, the way you think it should be done because it's all a journey. And in order for us to truly brand ourselves, we have to be able to have someone else show us the, that path at times. And I work with a, a coach and I work with a couple people myself for my own brand and business because I'm the same way. I'm in the forest for the trees. And um, you have to get that outside perspective. So that's, that's who would be my ideal client. Women, about two to three years in, creatively minded business or health and wellness. And what can they expect to do when they're working with Silver Keys? Yeah. So uh, what I'm really loving right now is visual brand strategy. So that's going to look a little bit different for everyone because it depends on where they're at in their brand uh, story and, and uh, brand marketing journey. But really what I absolutely love is helping them get clear and confident with their story. So maybe filling in the missing pieces if they haven't already done certain parts of their brand foundation, and then helping them create that visual brand strategy. What do I need to do to take my story and authentically get it out there, connect with my ideal audience and start working with the people they want to work with mm -hmm. um, and making their life easier in that marketing journey. So it's strategy as well as clarity. And then as a brand photographer and brand video videographer, um, they can hire me to help them create that if they want on my team. I do. I am building a team for that. Um, or I can train them how to do it themselves. Very cool. If they have any yeah. questions, how can they get a hold of you? Yeah. So the best way, uh, just shoot me an email at amanda at silverkeysmedia.com. That's probably the most direct way to get a hold of me, but you can definitely check me out and connect with me on my social. So primarily Facebook or Instagram at Silver Keys Media. Um, and then I am on LinkedIn if you find me there under <laughs> Amanda Goff as well. So and you said you have a Facebook group too? I do. Yes. So I have a free, it is um, private. So you do have to ask to join just to kind of keep all the, weird bots and things out. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it's called Visual Vibe Society. So just search Visual Vibe Society and the little icon, it has a bright green eye. So you'll be able to, to find that pretty quickly. Um, and uh, yeah, just it's, I, I go by a monthly theme and we 
<clears throat> like last month we talked about actually creating unique content with images, like how to do that. And we have a monthly challenge or two at, at times and just providing information and resources and tools based around that theme so that you can um, start to visually show up and attract the people you want to work with. Fantastic. Is there anything that we haven't covered that you want people to know before we go? I'll just reiterate, done is better than perfect. So just make a deadline. If you need an accountability partner, find one and just start doing it. Don't, don't let your mind manipulate what you need to get done because I've been in that boat too many times and waited you know, like, oh, I should have done this months ago. <laughs> Just do it. And uh, the benefits of video marketing, uh, you will see them very quickly. Awesome. Thank you so much, Amanda. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It's been lovely. We are lovely. Hey, guys, one more thing before you go. Could you do me a favor? and leave a review of this episode. It would help me out so much and get the word out to other people. If you could just drop a review, I would really appreciate it.